Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Thank you for joining me. I am your host, Jane Zahasky, and today I have Courtney Palmer with us of Warriors Arise Ministry. How are you, Courtney? You know, I, I've i had a rough few weeks, but I feel blessed to be here. Yeah. And I feel God's grace yes. to get to be here, and I am thankful to just share today. I'm grateful for God's goodness and yeah. His faithfulness. Yep, absolutely. And God knows exactly. I mean, He knows what you need. He knows what I need. Everyone that's listening, He knows what we need. And yeah. in His timing, I was reminded of that just this morning, in His timing, mm-hmm. we will receive what, what He has for us. So Amen. everything that we need. Courtney, tell me and our listeners a little bit about you. Who are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I am originally from Michigan. Yeah. I have two children, Mm -hmm. a husband of uh, almost 11 years. Yeah. Um, He's a pastor. We've been missionaries. We've done pastoring. We've done traveling ministry, mission work in different nations. And so it's really cool that my love for women's ministry, I'd been wanting a place for that, just to work with women and come alongside women and yeah. that we've all met and that yeah. we can kind of love on women together and be on a journey together mm-hmm. because times are hard and getting harder, it seems, yeah. and it's really challenging days. So yeah. I just, I appreciate that we're creating a community of women to mm-hmm. feel loved and, and yes. hopefully safe because that's something that we all need. Absolutely. So. So you mentioned two children, right? Yes. How old are they? Two and five. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. they probably just keep you busy. Yep, they do. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. Yeah. They're fun. Boy and a girl. Yeah. Boys are full of life. <laughs> right. Keep me on my toes. Awesome. Yeah. And you've been missionaries. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah, I started off by—actually, when I gave my life to Christ— I, within a couple months, went on my first mission trip. It was right after Katrina happened. Yeah. And it just completely wrecked me. And Mm -hmm. the Word came alive to me, the Bible. And I didn't understand what it meant till those days Mm -hmm. when I finally said, God, I want a relationship with you, whatever that looks like. I don't want a religion that's not working for me. I I need to know if you're real. And and it was like the, the words I read, I could... It was like my mind could was open to what it said. Yeah. I couldn't understand, but I know a part of that, it led me to go on a mission trip. Yeah. And so I went, and that I felt like a calling come alive in me of serving people. And mm-hmm. it was a, it was devastating to see our country in shape like that. It right. felt like we weren't even in the States, but it broke my heart, and I became— really aware that God was calling me to, you know, serve in that way. And so then I started doing short-term mission trips overseas, and, and I felt a calling and a longing to live somewhere overseas, and which yeah. ultimately led us to living in Italy. And that was totally a God thing. And now now we are serving our mission here in Oklahoma through yeah. the local church, and so, which is pretty cool. And yeah. there's a calling there, too. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that because when I first, you know, really started attending church regularly mm-hmm. and I would hear about missions, I'm like, but— don't people need help here? Yeah. Why do we always have to go overseas? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why do we always yeah. have to go elsewhere? And yeah. and yeah, that is something that I've always kind of hung on to. Like, 
God, what about us? <laughs> you know, yeah. us Americans, we need help too. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny, you've kind of just brought that together for me as you yeah. said that. Like, And, and I think it can are. depend on your calling and that, right. you know, each person has different skills and abilities and gifts and callings. And for me, it always led me outside of, yeah. and I always felt like I was attracted to foreigners and mm-hmm. to people yeah. of different nationality and something special with that and that was just something God put in my heart but then God put the heart in me to go back to America and to begin to do something here and I still love missions I hope to continue to travel oh yeah Lord willing I think everyone should experience another nation and experience even a really third world country Mm -hmm. just it's eye-opening and it is life-changing and you will experience God in a way and people in a way that in compassion in a way that I feel like sometimes you can be out of touch with in your yeah, own community. Yeah. Even though it does exist here, because mm-hmm. that, that's the whole goal is you want to take that and bring it back to where you are. Mm-hmm. But I also believe the most effective mission work is long-term mission work. And so yeah. supporting people long-term where they yeah. are in their cities and the locals is the best way to do that. Not being American superheroes, that was not what we wanted. Right. We didn't want to be the you know, that's not what it was. And so, but yeah, it's been a journey and exciting at times Uh and like certainly growing (laughs) and uh, challenging and, but yeah, absolutely. So a young mom with young Mm -hmm. kids. So what are the the needs of young motherhood yeah (laughs) yeah with young kids that's a good question (laughs) I would say community is huge um especially somebody who I don't know maybe some of you listeners experience a lot of change or moving around military missions jobs life circumstances if you've you move around a lot whether within a state out of state out of country it can be challenging when you're building community with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why a local church is always helpful for that, to mm-hmm. help meet some of those needs. Um, community, mm-hmm. you know, it's just powerful. And yeah. connecting human to human is powerful. I also think just not waiting for it, mm-hmm. but but you showing up to be that yeah. to other people is pretty powerful. Yeah, I had to learn that is to be to others what I needed them to be. So even when I see a new mom bringing them a meal yeah. or offering to help with their kids or, yeah. you know, sometimes we don't have those people. So we need to be what someone isn't to us or yes. even for our own children or whatever that is. And so it's, I've learned a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and and when you're not around family or you don't come from a healthy family, you know that you, you, you learn you can you got to look to the Lord mainly, yeah. definitely in relationship. I've I've been so dependent on Jesus to help me because of these things, but the church too. Yeah. I, I can tell you, there's people that have helped me along the way, and yeah. I'm forever grateful. So. Yes, and also the Lord loves to use other people, and yes. I think that's why relationship and community is so important to Huge. Him, and and needs to be important to us, mm-hmm. and. It's just, you know, I just, you know, think of stories where someone can be so nervous and go up to someone and say, I, this is weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I feel like I'm supposed to tell you that God sees you and loves you and then just walks away. And, you know, and you, and you're like, oh my gosh, the Lord just used that person. And if you, if you keep yourself isolated and you're trying to do life on, on your own, you miss out on that, you you know, you do so. Yeah, I feel like, and that's part of Warriors Arise. Yeah. The Lord really brought us together and put in all of our hearts 
to yeah. be used by him. Like, yeah. and I've said it before, we really truly just want to be his hands and feet. And yeah. so, That's yeah. Good. So us being there and then if others just make themselves available to, yeah. you know, to receive and to give and yeah. all of that. Well, and really, you know, he says he, in Psalms, he says the lonely in families. And so I cling to that and I trust in God for that, not only for myself, but everybody listening, because I think so many of us have been so lonely. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're trying to break unhealthy patterns, you have to walk alone. And sometimes it gets suffocating. Right. And we need to know, am I the only one dealing with this? Am I the only one trying to, you know live a different way? Am I, am I ever going to break free of this addiction? Am I ever going to break free? Like, and we can't do it on our own. That, that's the right. bottom line. That's the truth. And like the enemy, we have an enemy, Satan, our, our enemy, the devil, he wants to isolate us. That's what he did Absolutely. with the original sin is he separated mm-hmm. man and he got him alone and he, and, and to question and doubt. And we make mistakes that way. A yeah. lot of mistakes. I know I have so many times and, and like just wanting people to know like that's not how God designed us Mm -hmm. he did not design us to be isolated even though in our mind we might want to do that yeah it's not healthy for us it's not it's actually we're not safe to ourselves. right that's actually the truth yeah we're not safe by Mm ourselves. we are we are Mm self-destructive and so recognizing that in myself it it is humbling to put yourself around other people It's, it's very humbling it's so um, necessary though, and we're much better people when we're not alone. Right, much better together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so you brought up a lot of great things right there. The <laughs> enemy is always talking to us. Yep, always. His voice is constantly running, and we have to be proactive with that. We have oh, to yes. be aware, and we have to have a strategy to fight back and to know what to listen to yeah. and to choose the Lord and His yeah. truths. And the enemy, one of his greatest tactics is to get us alone, yeah. to isolate. Yeah. And that's when those prison walls are built up. Yeah. It's in that isolation, in that darkness. To me, isolation is dark. Yeah. And you just brought that to light, you know, mm-hmm. just with with saying, but God, basically. Yeah. But God, God brings the light and he wants to get everyone out of their isolation and out of their prison walls. Yeah. And that's exactly what we we are doing. Well, and even sharing because Revelations, the book of Revelations in the Bible, the end cha- chapter yeah. says we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus who died for us, and the words of our story, the words of our testimony. So even today, I feel thankful to the Lord that I can share some things because we overcome when we share. Yeah. And things lose their, their power over us mm-hmm. when we share. Mm-hmm. And when yes. we don't bring it to the light, we suffer in darkness and mm-hmm. loneliness. And yeah. the enemy wants us to think we need to stay there. But the truth is, the truth sets us free. Yeah. And um, the temptation for our, our flesh, because we're always in this battle, mm-hmm. no matter how long you've walked, if you're a Christian, if you're just figuring some of this out, just hearing some of this, like... Your flesh, your your flesh and your spirit are at war. Yeah. Even as a believer, when you say yes, Jesus, I accept. I want a new life. I can't live in this body of sin. I can't live this way. We still are going to struggle. I've been struggling. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I I recognize God's mercy is mm-hmm. new every morning. Yes. 
and that he forgives and he won't relent on us even when we want to give up on ourselves. <laughs> right? It, it, it's not easy. I wouldn't say it's easy for any human to live, but it's, it's not even easy as a Christian. Like you're saying, you have to be proactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the enemy yeah. wants to destroy us. Our self, to be honest, even without the enemy's help, we want to destroy ourselves. <laughs> right. That is the truth. You don't mm-hmm. need, not everything is the devil. Sometimes it's our own human depravity, our own mm-hmm. sinful nature that is out to get ourselves because we are bent towards Mm self-destruction. And I I was talking to my husband this morning about this. It's like Adam and Eve, man, I actually have a lot of compassion because I don't think that they knew the Pandora's box for all of us. Mm -hmm. That one sin would open up a world of pain right. for all of us. And then in our sinfulness, we hurt each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we, we, we do. We crash into each other because we just on our own are no good. And without looking in that mirror of the Bible, we forget just mm-hmm. how depra- depraved we are and mm-hmm. we, that we need to be cleansed with the Word yes. because the Word helps us to actually look at ourselves right, be self-aware. It helps us to look at ourselves and go, man, I really need Jesus today <laughs> to love you <laughs> yeah. and to be a better spouse and to be a better parent and be a better neighbor because yeah. if I do everything my heart wants, I'm going to wreck this world. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know if any of you guys saw the new Wonder Woman. That's a great depiction of mm. what... If we got all our ways we wanted, yeah, we wreck the world. We are a oh. we. It's good we don't get everything we want. We don't right. even know as a Christian sometimes what it, we want. Yeah. So that's been my prayer lately: is God, what do I really want? Yeah. I might think it's good that I want this, but maybe that's not good for me. Yeah. Even if it, if I think I. So I, I've been really trying to ask myself these things and pray about what is it that my heart really craves, Lord? Mm -hmm. Even when I crave the world, even when I crave something like, hey, I want to help more people, but is that good for me? Is that going to be a distraction for my marriage? Is that going to be a distraction from serving my children? Is it... So asking, what do you want for me? Because what I want, I don't even know pure... I don't have a pure motive to see what you see. And so... Really humbling. Yeah. Really humbling time for me right now. And just, yeah, God is sweet. Yes. God is sweet. Absolutely. He's the sweetest friend, (laughs) the sweetest name I know, but faithful when I am faithless. Yeah. Unfaithful. He is so faithful. That's my word for him is he's Mm -hmm. truly faithful. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And sweet. I love how you use mm. that word to describe him. He really is sweet. sweet. So sweet. <laughs> he, is. he is. He is. A word that I feel like the Lord is still just kind of highlighting something that you said. Mm. And the word neighbor. The mm. word neighbor. Like, we we find ourselves in wherever we are, whatever physical location we are, wherever we're living, whatever, you know, if we're at school or whatever, the mm. classmates— we are put there for a reason, mm-hmm. and there's a purpose in that. And even in the general term of a neighbor, like you, you walk out your front door mm-hmm. and you look to your left, or you look to your right, those are your neighbors. Yeah. And we are called to love our yeah. neighbors. Yeah, it's and true. And that whole bringing together community, and we're in this together. Mm-hmm. I remember the day years ago when I was walking in the Target parking lot. <laughs> For some reason, I felt like the Lord just said, look that guy in the eye. Mm-hmm. It was just someone else in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Look him in the eye. You both are in this together. Come like, on. just Come you're on. in this together. Like, mm-hmm. why? 
acknowledge him, you know, just look him in the eye. And I felt like he was just saying, love your neighbor, you know, just love each other. Like, you're not on your own. You're not. And it all comes together. I encourage you to neighbor. And literally, I feel like our generation has lost the art of neighboring. I actually go visit my neighbors. I spent two hours with my elderly neighbors the other night just to sit with them and hear about them more. And they were talking to us about all kinds of things and their stories. And I really do believe that what you're saying yeah. is true. But I think it's even more important for our generation because they don't mm-hmm. know how to look in the eye yeah. all the time. Right. I don't want to say that to everybody. I'm not trying to blame just this generation. I just mm-hmm. think that in our world, we don't know how to, you know, I, I like making muffins for them and yeah. doing things. And just because I want them to know we are here. Mm-hmm. We are the church, but it's not just that we're a building. It's that you are you are important. You're essential, yeah. and you are you are who God put right next to me. And I I don't want to know that I could have known you, but did it. There's so much. Even these elderly yeah. ones around me, I'm learning from them, and they're oh. precious as can be. And I'm yeah. like, God, thank you for putting me around these precious people. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you can learn from them too. But I love that you're saying that because. We do need a neighbor better, especially yeah. in today's world where there's so much hate and division. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we need to come together. We need to listen to each other and, and yeah. be friendly because the world is so just in a dark time. And I it think is. there's more that brings us together than divides us. It's what we focus on. And, yeah. and we can't choose what other people do, but we can choose what we do. And if we want to be a good neighbor, yeah, whether it's looking at someone <laughs> in the checkout instead of being on your phone, talking to the person, mm-hmm. you know, at the, the clerk checking us out or, or literally your physical neighbors, yeah, what will people say? Right. You know what I mean? What will people say yes. about us? So we, we can start helping people even by the way that we live our lives mm-hmm. to neighbor. And yeah. so I know I'm trying to do that better. Mm-hmm. And now more than ever. Yeah. Yes, now more than ever, for sure, Mm -hmm. for sure. So there are listeners, and I'm sure are saying, yeah, all all you're talking about is great, but, you know, but you don't know my life. You don't know all the things I've been going through. I'm gone too far. What would you like to say to them? Because I know... They, those voices speak loud to you mm. in your hearts. What yeah. would you like to say to them today? Mm. That I have felt all those things. Mm-hmm. That I have felt I've been too far. Mm-hmm. I felt like someone wouldn't understand. And maybe the fact is they don't because we can't truly understand everyone's human experience. But you are worth loving. Mm-hmm. You are worth being heard. You are seen. You are valuable. I wish that I could, with every listener, sit across from you. And this is what I imagine, just holding your hand, just talking, hearing your story. Everyone needs that. Yeah. Everyone needs that, and I am I'm, I'm believing for people like that, not just for you to listen to people like us, but that people will show up like that for you in your life. I'm going to pray that for you because we need people. Mm-hmm. We need hugs. We need to be seen. We need to be heard. We need to be listened to, not fixed. Yeah. Because nobody can fix the hurts. Nobody mm-hmm could possibly understand the trauma and the pain and the complexity of what you've walked through. But what we do need is to be heard. Right. 
And we need to know we're not alone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even want encouragement. Sometimes we, we just need to cry. We need to be seen. And so uh, I wish I could with every <laughs> single person that just bear the grief or bear the burden mm-hmm. with you. Because humaning is hard. Mm-hmm. It is so hard. <laughs> it is so hard. Yeah. And you, like, just summed it right up. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It is hard. But you're loved, and that's hard. part of what I think we're, we're doing here is we, we want you to know we see you. We're praying yeah. for you. We don't, may not know everybody's name, and, and we want to know your name, so please talk yeah. with us. But... I mean, I want to pray for you by name. Yeah. I want to lift up some of these needs. And, and maybe you want to share your story, but you want to be anonymous. And that's okay, too. But goodness, I walked too many years, decades, with not being able to talk. Mm-hmm. And still feeling sometimes I can't or I shouldn't because I struggle. But that is not what God meant for us. Right. He meant us to be free, to be seen. He mm-hmm. says, share your burdens and, and confess your sins that you may be healed. Yes. It's not about exposing ourselves to ridicule. It's about exposing ourselves to the light to be healed. It's about knowing actually people, a lot of people want to just love you. Yeah. They yeah. want you to not hold on to that, all that mm-hmm. alone. Right. So if that's you, just reach out to us. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it is. It's dark. It's heavy. Uh, Living in a prison is mm-hmm. is cold. It's mm-hmm. a lot of words can describe that, and some people are living that out. Mm-hmm. And that is our heart. We yeah. just want to be available. Yeah, we're here. We're available. Yeah. Gosh, Courtney, thank you so much. Mm, thank you, James. Yes. Is there anything else? One last thing you want to share? Mm. Anything? It's humbling that I got asked to do this, and I'm humbled, and um, I hope that, I hope we get to connect with you all more, and and we want to, we want to connect with each and every one of you. Yeah, absolutely. And just excited to start this journey with you all. Yeah, I am too. I God has so many great plans, and you know, He won't reveal them to us. No. <laughs> He'll just show us the next step, and Amen. so I just love, mm-hmm. we're a group of women that are just trying to be obedient, and and we just really want to be His hands and feet, and so we do. that's Warriors Arise. That's, it is. It is. And I didn't even get into all my testimony. I know. <laughs> but, I know. But you're not alone. I've walked some dark paths to get to where I'm yeah. at. And, and just know that we're just starting. So there's plenty of time to share. Absolutely. You will there's, definitely have to come back. and Thank you, Jane. Yes. And I share love you all. You guys all are uh, just mighty really, warriors. Oh, we will. We love you, too. Thank you. <laughs> well, so be sure that you have subscribed to our podcast because yeah. you don't want to miss any of these interviews or you don't want to miss all the great nuggets that the guests share with us each and every week. Like Courtney said, we want you to reach out, break that silence, break those prison walls down. It is time. It is time. And yeah. so reach out to us. Um, we're on social media. Facebook and Instagram, and you can also email us at info at warriorsariseministry.org. We also, our, our website is 
up and going. Yay! Yes, we are so close to having just the perfect finishing touches yeah. on it. Yes. And you will want to make sure that you are checking us out there, warriorsariseministry.org. Super exciting times for us in this ministry. So be a part of what we're doing. Partner with us and just be a part of it. Make sure you're always catching us online, keeping an eye on what we're doing. So awesome. Thank you again, Courtney. You're welcome. It was such a great time. Yes. So thank you all for joining us today. I am Jane Zahasky, your host. Remember, it is time to rise up, warrior, and step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.